to Lifting Leaders Podcast, where we're unleashing leader possibilities to make a better world. I'm Trisha Ryan, and together with Crystal Roberts, we're diving deeper into some of the complexities of the world's most critical challenges and exploring innovative ways of navigating through them. Through interviews with experts and leaders just like you, we are exploring what it takes to thrive as a leader today and examining new ways of thinking about how to creatively lead into a more equitable, socially responsible, and sustainable future. And the future starts now. Hi, Trisha. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is our third uh, interview today. And so we're really proud of ourselves that we have actually done a good job of planning. And um, we're feeling also a little bit of the uh, exhaustion from that. <laughs> I think, yeah. And I would have to, I'd have to agree with the exhaustion part. And it might be the hour we started today. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. It was and early, not enough coffee. <laughs> it was an early, early morning. But um, I'm also feeling incredibly inspired mm -hmm. by our last couple of guests. And one of them was Michael Melcher. And we started with him early this morning because he's an East Coaster. And if you haven't heard and listened to that podcast, that episode yet, we encourage you to go back and, and listen. We are really lucky to have had him on the mm. podcast. His new book just dropped, and it's called Your Invisible Network how to create, maintain, and leverage the relationships that will transform your career. And boy, we agree, it will transform your career. So he talked a little bit about what was in that book, what inspired him uh, to write the book, the process of that, and then just about how to actually create those networks. And so it was chock full of really good stuff. It really was, you know, I think we always, and you you know this, and you, our listeners know this as well, we always look for at least one gem. And yeah. I really had a hard time zeroing in on one particular gem in yeah. this episode because it was chock full, it really was. And having the conversation with Michael was just lovely. I really enjoyed the interaction. He knows it, he wrote it, but he didn't have to sell it. He just had the conversation. And it made me so inspired. I really want, I want to pull this book apart and really, you know, take a deeper dive because I think, and I don't even have to think, I know I will find so many things that I can use in my own practice. Yeah. And um, I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about sharing this book with, you know, other leaders that I know um, who could I'm sure, be just as inspired. Yeah. And it was interesting, too, because we were talking about who is this book for? Oh. And, it, you know, it's like, well, it's for leaders, for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's for coaches. Mm -hmm. um, he, there's a lot of like, sort of play-by-play -play models and sort of things that people can actually use with their clients. And it's really for anyone, anyone who is wanting to increase their networks. And so I, I think anyone who's listening is really going to benefit by reading this book. Well, and if you take into consideration that we believe everyone leads, um, right. it belongs to everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So when we looked at one of those gems that we wanted to pull out from that conversation, we were looking at 
thinking about it from the perspective, really more from a formal leader role. And while anyone is will benefit from this conversation, especially, again, as we think about leaders are anybody who influences others. Mm-hmm. So be thinking about that, leaders, as you're, as you're thinking about building, helping your employees build your networks. We're thinking about what's the leader responsibility um, to help their team build networks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we were talking about that, you know, we were, we were thinking about you know, what, what would we call this episode in a way? And I think that we need to unpack it a little bit because it is, um, it's big. You know, we were talking about the leader as a mentor, right? And it just kind of struck me. It's also the leader as a follower. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I got from that conversation was that, and maybe it was just me, you know, thinking it as we were talking, but... So often, you know, if you ask a, an employee, an employer or, or a leader, a formal leader, um, if they think that they really are in sync with their team or their team members, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I really think I know my team. I know everybody on my team. I get it. But you ask their people what they think. Very often you see there's a huge gap. They say, oh, they they really don't know exactly what I do. They're they're not really connected with, you know, they tell me what to do, but I, I really don't think that if I were to be gone tomorrow, they'd know how to pick up the pieces. They, they don't know who I interact with. They don't know what my role is, you know, that kind of thing. So <clears throat> it may be a perception thing. Of course it is, right? But that means a lot, right? And so there are some things that I think come out of this book and, and out of the conversation we had with Michael about how leaders can really make a difference for the people that work with them. And it, and it does, it can't help but narrow that gap, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And as we think about leaders and their roles in helping their, their teams build networks, mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't think about that. They don't think about the value of that. So it's not only helping them actually make those connections for them, but it's also about helping your team see the value in that right and some of the values that come out of that some of the benefit that comes out of these networks is just expanding your own knowledge Mm -hmm. and perspective when you talk with different people so sometimes and i know i've been that's been one of the things that i've had to work on over my career is instead of just feeling like I need to put my head down and work really hard, part of what I'm responsible for as a team member is to be creating those relationships, to be creating those networks. And that helps me expand my knowledge, Mm -hmm. helps me expand my perspectives, which in turn come back around and actually make me a better worker. So I think sometimes we forget that loop we think, oh, we just, it's just, if we just stay within our own little sphere, then, you know, we're doing what we need to be doing in our job. And what leaders can do is help people expand and look up from their work and say, oh, there's these other things out here that I need to be doing. And one of those is building stronger networks. Yeah. And I think I, I agree with that. And I, I like that. It, it is, it's not just helping them see it. 
it's helping them understand it, the value of it. And, the, and you talked about seeing the value. And I think it, it's really a deeper understanding the value. Because I don't know about you, but I've been building my network for years and years and years. And, and I and I think you have as well, maybe from different angles, but totally understanding the value of the network. Um, for me, it was more personal. And I didn't really think of it as deeply um, as maybe I should have when it comes to how do I use that in my business or to further my career. I've been lucky because I've been able to further my career through my network over the years. But honestly, I'm not sure I was so conscious of that. I don't know that we want it to be so calculated or that anybody would want it to be so calculated unless they're extremely ambitious and that is a good way to get to another level or, or a broader level, right? But to help them understand that you're not just gaining uh, potential business um, collaborators or or business people who can give you open doors for you or whatever. It also, these are people who can have your back if you need it. Mm -hmm. These are the people who can stand beside you when you need help or when you need to work through something. They don't need to fix it for you. They just need to be there and you're not alone in the process. They may have gone through the same thing, right? They kind of become a, I don't know, mentors in a sense, right? Yeah. So I, I think there's so much value in a leader taking that role. Just that that act alone can really close a gap with respect to um, understanding how close you really are to your team, right? Yeah. So I was thinking of sharing an example of a leader who did that really well mm. that I worked with. Yeah. And so this was several years ago, I was working to develop a, a succession planning program. And one of the things that people took on as kind of a new thing for this leadership group was really the understanding that that was their responsibility as a leader was to develop their talent and to have multiple people ready mm -hmm. to be able to step in or be competitive for that role, that executive role. And this executive took it on their responsibility. They took it on wholeheartedly. And what they did is for their direct reports is they opened doors for them mm -hmm. in this area of networks. Mm -hmm. So they would actually take them to meetings that were both internal to the organization, but external to the organization, introduced them to people, gave them opportunities to participate in meetings so that they could create relationships with some of these people that they would have never had exposure to. Mm -hmm. And so that was really beneficial to these people and their careers because they could sort of see things at a different level. And then when this executive left, it allowed people to be competitive mm -hmm. and to be ready to compete for that level of a position. And so it was a real success story, but it really was due, I guess, in part to both people. One, the the employee was open to it and enthusiastic about it, took that on. But the director, the executive really thinking about how can I creatively open the networks for this person and create new networks? What yeah. a great example. I think it's really interesting that a lot of leaders don't quite understand that themselves, right? Yeah. I mean, they have their network and they appreciate their network and that's wonderful. And I don't know that they really always see um, an, a need or even 
understand how they play a part in helping their direct reports um, build their own networks or be a part of or expand their networks, if you will. I love that this person took their employee to meetings outside to introduce them to people that might be of help to them. That is phenomenal. I mean, to me, that is just so valuable. When you open that kind of a door... If the person has a willingness to do that, you can actually, it's kind of like going on social media, you know, and joining a network. Yeah. And then they all have networks and the so on and so on. Yeah. And I mean, exponentially huge, right? Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. amazing. I think it's not just about doing that. It's about creating that expectation, right? Yeah. That um, around building and having a network and how to do it. I think this leader did it by example, right? Or actually took the person. And so it was like being in it. But it can be just as valuable to talk to people in your direct report team or in your Mm -hmm. team about, you know, what's the value? And I think for me, you know, as somebody who's facilitated a lot of things, I would almost want to say, what do you think the value of a network is? Why would that be important? And let them create or do a brainstorm of what that looks like, right? What it could be. And then how do we get there? What if we were to try, you know, and then start thinking about putting in place some, maybe some, not expectations, but objectives to get people to start playing with it. You know, you and I have had to do that in growing our businesses, right? Right. You know, it is building a network without, the help of network members in some cases. Yeah. And in some cases, it's those wonderful network members who are opening doors for us. It's wonderful. Right. It's great. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to somebody who's just been such a model for me around creating networks. And that's Annalie Lumen. Hmm. So if she's listening, shout out to you. She is the master yes. at this. And she has been so helpful to the podcast and connecting us to people and So we really appreciate that. But she's the kind of person that you can go to and say, hey, I need to get my house painted. And she'll know who that person is. Mm. (laughs) And she's got, in the old days, she would literally have a Rolodex, like this big, thick Rolodex of people from all, just all different kinds of networks, not just about leadership development, which was kind of her background, Mm -hmm. but just anybody yeah and michael was actually making that point as well is that it's important for us to have people not just in our industry or Mm -hmm. in our sort of um, area of specialty but networks that go beyond that yeah that's so true and you know that's just sort of life isn't it i don't think that most of us get up in the morning and think about our network no but i think if we were all sit down and start writing on a piece of paper we might find that we know a lot more people and we have a lot more resources at our fingertips if we just acknowledge that. Yeah. And so maybe not a Rolodex because who does that anymore? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but um, our we social all are networks, online. right? Yeah. yeah online. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's so interesting to think about that. Like you were saying that like you have your network, but then the next person, they have their network. Yeah. So you have access to that. Yeah. It's that shampoo commercial all over again, right? Yeah. (laughs) They told two friends and so on and so on. Yeah. 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 
So tell your networks about us. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> we will tell leaders. our networks yeah. about you as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there is one sort of, it's not a final point because this could go on and on and on, right? Yeah. But um, in the interest of our listeners today and, and the fact that we've been doing this since, you know, one o'clock in the morning, um, well, maybe not one o'clock in the morning, but you know what I mean. Um, there is a, there are a couple of questions that go with this and, and it's sort of a challenge for leaders. And I'll ask one question and why don't you ask the other one? The first question is, are you a part of your employees' network? And that's going to require a conversation, I think, right? Yeah. Because who wants to assume? As a leader, I might say, oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm on there. You know, I'm sure I'm, I'm a resource. Maybe not, you know? How often do they come and talk to you about things? How often do they bounce ideas off of you? How often do they ask your advice for something, right? So the other question might be, is your team a part of your network? Do you know them well enough to know when to actually connect with them mm -hmm. as a resource? And that's a huge thing when we talk about engagement. Mm -hmm. People want to be asked. They want their opinion to be asked. They want to be thought of as being able to provide something mm -hmm. of value to you. And so that actually is a really important part of being a leader is being able to reach out and know your people well enough. So those two questions, I'm going to say it one more time because yeah. I think that it's, it's worth processing. It's worth reflecting on a little bit. One is, are you a part of your team members' networks? And the other one is, are they a part of yours? I know that when I was climbing my ladder, right, way back in the day, I don't recall using my the folks that reported to me as part of my network. Yeah. And so in hindsight, that to me is like that's a total learning moment. Yeah. And it makes me think about my current network and how I need to kind of take a look at it and what do I need to do to beef it up? I th I do think one thing that Michael said that we didn't touch on so much was that get in touch with your network. If you haven't touched base with the people who are in your network in a long, long time, and you know what I'm talking about, yeah. then touch base with them. I think he said something about reach out to 10 people this week or something like that or this month. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, how long has it been since I've touched base with so many of the people in my network? So I have my homework assignment. I know what I'm going to yeah. be doing, but that's something that I think we could all do once in a while. You know, give it a zhuzh, right? Yeah. I'll share one thing that I did just recently um, to reach out to my network. And I am definitely, I would not put myself up there as somebody who's a good networker. Mm. When I put out my post back in February, I put out a post mm -hmm. that sort of summarized what my first year being out on my, my own, in quotes, having left my 33-year career, what was that like to be doing my own business for the last year? And it was pretty vulnerable, it was heartfelt. And I gave a lot of thanks to a lot of people that helped me during that time. Mm -hmm. So I definitely leaned heavily on my network for that first year and will continue to lean heavily on my network and hopefully be able to provide back to them. But one of the really incredible outcomes of that, which I had not even thought about, was that I had all these people that 
were encouraging me and they said, congratulations. Oh, I loved working with you this last year. Keep going, all that stuff. And so I actually went back and touched base with all those people who actually had reached back to me on this LinkedIn post. Mm -hmm. And that has been so much fun. It's been so much fun to reconnect to some of these people that I haven't talked to in a while. Mm. And so I would encourage people to try something like that. Put a put a post out there and the people that react to it, just touch base with them, connect with them. And sometimes you'll hear from people that you haven't connected with in quite a while. So that can be a fun way to see who's out there kind of watching what you're doing. Exactly. And, you know, for those you haven't talked to in a long time, you may not even know they're still around, right? Yeah. And all you have to do is put it out there. And if they respond, you've just reconnected. Yeah. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to give one last example. Um, while I say I'm not a good networker, I think I was a pretty good networker inside my organization. And I'd been there a long time. So I'd had an opportunity to work with a lot of different people. But an example of when I was able to leverage that network was right after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We had all been sent home. We were trying to figure out how this was going to work. And our CEO said, I need to be able to speak with all of my employees and I need some forum. I need some way to do that. And so I realized that I did have a great network. And so I reached out to people that I knew within the organization who were innovative, creative, could help in this effort. And they came from all across the organization. And we came together. And in record time, we were able to pull together the technology aspect of it, the communication part of it, to make it happen for the CEO to be able to have a conversation with his whole organization. Mm -hmm. And that was it was a really hard time, but that was a highlight for me. Yeah. And you know, it was, I thought it was a brilliant move and it still takes place. Yeah. After you've gone for over a year now yeah. and we still see it. Another thing that you did was you worked with your network to kind of create that space for him to do like a weekly newsletter, which to this day still happens every Wednesday. If you're looking for silver linings out of COVID, that was one of them for us because it connected people for the first time, people who really needed a connection. In some cases, that was their only connection. You know, our folks who don't have family members with them, you know, that was that was a connection, our work family. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that every week. Thank you. <laughs> so we have something coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. And first we have to kind of do a little backspin because, um, or step back whatever you want to call it. But um, a few weeks ago, a pivot. We, we're going to do a pivot. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. Well, our pivot is from something to something. We got some feedback. And so, so we've renamed the workshop, because we received some feedback that the name didn't feel respectful. Yes. And so we're changing it. Yeah. And so the new name for our workshop is VUCA Vanquished. And it is May 26th from 10 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. Pacific time. And you can sign up for it. We do want people to register. It is free, but you can register on our website. We'll also be posting on LinkedIn, and you can connect to the workshop and registration through our LinkedIn post as well. And we'll put it on social media as well. 
And just in case you want to know what it's about a little bit, we're just going to give you a snippet here that we're going to focus on resilience. And we're going to re- be focusing on for that one hour, sustaining and inspiring a healthy, trusting culture in the midst of major change, which is something we seem to be in all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we hope you'll join us. Like we said, it's free. It's an opportunity to get together, uh, learn a little bit, mm-hmm. make some connections, build your network. Yay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. So we hope to see you at the workshop on May 26th. So let's keep the conversation going. Yeah. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can find us on all our social media channels at lifting underscore leaders. There are so many exceptional podcasts coming up more with fantastic guests. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. If you know someone who would find this episode helpful, share it with them, text them, email them, or take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram and tag us at lifting underscore leaders. If you'd like to know more about us, our guests or the show, please go to our website at liftingleaderspodcast.com. You'll find show notes there as well. Thank you to Ari Chance Roberts for his technical support of our show. Lastly, please subscribe to our podcast. It's free. Thank you, Trisha, for co-hosting with me. Thank you, Crystal. Thanks to our audience for listening. Find ways every day to lift each other up. Have a fantastic week. Take care. Bye.